This is the Wrestling With Your Calling podcast with Dr. Conrad, Season 2, The Matters of the Heart. I'm your host, Dr. Conrad Davies. For this season, we're going to do a deep dive into the matters of the heart. Proverbs 20 and 5 will be our lead scripture. It says, The purposes of a person's heart are like deep waters, but a person of understanding can draw them out. I pray that we become a people of understanding who draw out the deep matters of the heart. I'm excited about what you will learn today. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back, gang. Dr. Conrad here. You've tuned in to Wrestling With Your Calling with Dr. Conrad. Well, today, I want to talk about how the heart is like central administration. The heart is like a, almost like a headquarters. If you've been following the podcast thus far, you know that I'm doing a deep dive into the heart, matters of the heart. The basis of this season is based on Proverbs 20 and 5, which says, the purposes of a man's heart is like deep waters, and a man of understanding can draw them out. Or if you want to be gender neutral, the purposes of a person's heart are like deep waters, and a person of understanding can draw them out. The, the heart there is that there are deep waters of the heart, deep things under the surface of your heart that we need to go explore, and we need understanding to draw that out. So today, when I talk about the heart being like that of central administration or like a headquarters, I want to unpack some of that with you. Because what I've learned, um, and I'll give you some backdrop to some of the stories to how I got on this journey of the heart. Um, what I've learned is that as much as we talk that what we talk about in our Greek Roman influenced science world, we only know so much. And much of what the things we talk about are only a part of one department of the heart. And I use you'll hear me shortly. Um, start kind of breaking out this idea of departments and central administration and headquarters to where if we only look at a portion of the he of headquarters, we can have a perspective, but it doesn't paint the full picture of all of headquarters, all of central administration. So let me jump in. Um, what I mean by that is this. So I take, I'll take um, Proverbs chapter four, I think is verse 23. Solomon says, guard your heart for out of it flows the issues of life, issues, the, the, the affairs of life. Guard your heart. Now imagine this. If I use the word picture of central headquarters, central administration, many headquarters of a major organization usually has like a key card, an access card, and only authorized people are allowed to step into headquarters. And if there's a guest that comes in, they need to be escorted or they have to check in at a front desk and there's a security guard and, and then there's cameras everywhere. I mean, just to think about how a massive organization that has massive parts, there's likely people that have to have special access and, and special clearance. And then if they're higher level officials, they have maybe clearance into places that other people don't have clearance into. Well, imagine that word picture regarding your heart. Um, here's Solomon saying, guard it, protect it, keep it, for out of it flows the issues of life. Everybody's not welcomed into the deeper places of your heart. Uh, there's places that are, have exclusive access by God alone. 
There are places where there's certain people that can come in, others can't. So there's just divisions, there's separations, there's uh, distinctions in the heart that um, we sometimes good just to understand that. But we are to guard it, to protect it, to keep it, to, 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 to um, yeah, basically guard, protect it, and keep it. Well, here's the context to that. I was in, that uh, was with a group at one time, and they taught us little nuggets about Hebrew. I am not a Hebrew scholar, but there was nuggets of things that really aided in making this word picture come alive for me. And what the word picture was, it, it, well, I put it this, the ancient Hebrew is what we call paleo, P-A-L-E-O, Hebrew. And it was in a word picture script, word picture script. And what that looked like, the letters, the Hebrew letters were just simply drawn as word pictures. And the two letters that are in the word for heart are a lamet and a bet, a lamet and a bet. So oftentimes in the Old Testament, what I understand, heart can be seen as lev, a lamet, L sound, and the V sound, it's really a B, but it's inside the word. I don't mean to get too technical, but when a B is inside the word, it has a V sound. So lev, L and a B, or levav. To the B is doubled, which can refer to emphasis. So lev or levav. Well, if we look at the word pictures, the L, the lamet, has the picture of a shepherd's staff, which would represent authority. That's what sheep follows, the shepherd and his staff. And there's authority there with a shepherd's staff. And then the B would represent a house or a tent or a dwelling place. Um, so a, 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 the, the bet, so lamet. And bet would be, if we pieced it together, we can think about the authority of the house. Or if it's the Lavav version, it's the authority of the house of house. Consider that in terms of central administration. Central administration in a big organization is the authority that gets shot out to every other unit that's around the nation or the world. If it's a big, big international organization, they may have um, headquarters around the world, but there's a core main headquarters, main headquarters, and they may have their uh, satellite headquarters somewhere else for the sake of uh, vicinity and locale to be close to where they may be doing work. Um, and they may have a North American headquarters. They may have a South American headquarters. They may have a European one. But the f- fact is that there's usually a main headquarters and then it shoots out. Well, when I say the authority of the house or the authority of the house of house, consider your heart that way. It is the main headquarters of all the issues of life that you go through. And it's got many, many different departments, many different pieces. It's exceptionally, when you get to those major organizations, it's exceptionally complex. The financials, the the, the volume, the people, the operations, the details, the all the number of vice presidents and managers and and, and even CEOs of the different headquarters. There's a, a major, the board that's over the major, they, they may have an international board, they may have a local boards. I mean, the, Every organization is different, but there is mass of complexity, a mass of resources, a mass of, of cost and worth and value in a ma- major organization. Well, God has given you a heart that's like headquarters. Again, it's a word picture. And when we don't guard it or keep it, some of the, the trade secrets or those things that God wants to uniquely give to you 
will just get stripped and stolen. The adversary may try to come and steal it, or you just may give it away. And the uniqueness of what you bring to the table, because it's not your heart's not been guarded or kept or you know or, or protected, uh, they get stolen. And then there's things that God has for you that you don't get to operate in or um, for another that that other doesn't get to operate in because of not guarding, protecting, or keeping it. So the challenge today and the, and the things that I want to draw out is that your heart is like a central administration. It's like a headquarters. And let's understand a little bit of how the heart functions. In transition, I want to... Uh, Open up a little bit. You'll hear me. Some of the podcasts may over repeat itself, but keep in mind we're doing a deep dive. And with a deep dive, there are times where we go to a certain layer and we may come back up. And then we go a little bit deeper next time, come back up. So as we go deeper the next time, what happens is we may revisit the parts we've already seen before, but we could come across things the second time that we didn't see the last time. So when we when things get recycled, what often happens is that we can even get a deeper level of learning, though we may perceive I've been there before. Conrad, you said that last time, but who's to say that this second time or third time or fourth time or fifth time I said it, that there, there was a revelation there that you didn't catch the first time I said it or the second or the third time I said it. So I'm saying that because you may hear some repeat and overlap. But the point is, is that we're going to keep diving deep and we have to come back up to the surface. Then we'll dive deep again and we'll come back up to the surface um, because we can't live at that deep places. We've got to bring things up to the surface so we can do practical things and have practical things. Well, um, departments. Well, in the central administration, because it's so big, consider a few departments. I believe in the heart. Um, there are what I'm noticing from the scripture. Oops, sorry, 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 sorry. My bad. Let me back up a little bit. So this is Lev and Levav which ties into the departments. What I noticed is that when I would take the word Lev and Levav in Hebrew, and I would trace it throughout the Old Testament, and then I would take the word Cardia, Greek, in the New Testament, I would trace that. There's some interesting themes that I found. So my own personal research, I would take a, con a concordance, a Hebrew concordance, and literally trace these words, Lev, Levav, and Cardia, um, Old Testament for the Hebrew and New Testament for the Greek. And I, there's hundreds of scriptures that are actually Lev and Levav. Not every word that's translated as heart in English is actually the root word of Lev and Levav in Hebrew or Cardia in Greek. It's um, Sometimes we translate with words that make sense, but it's not the actual word. The reason why I say that. As I trace these words, I'm coming across different, quote, departments. For example, I would see emotions attached to the heart. Things like he was glad in heart. He had joy in his heart. And that was fascinating to see. So I'm thinking, okay, there's a department of emotions. And then I would come across things that say things like he said in his heart, or as he was thinking in his heart, or the meditations of the heart. So I realized, okay, there's an intellectual department. There's a place where there's language and there's thinking and reflection and meditation and 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 uh, memory in the heart. And then I would come across things where it was like uh, desires of the heart. Um, Psalms say that if you trust, um, delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of the heart. And then I would come across will things like there's a kind of he was prideful stubborn so almost like character in the heart like pharaoh's heart was hardened hardened there was stubbornness his will would not allow him to let the people go um so there's places where there's character or will 
in the heart. And then I believe the spirit is connected to the heart. Our human spirit is connected there as well. So what we see sometimes in the Greek frameworks of how we see the heart, we typically kind of default to just the emotional arena. Say, well, I've got my mind. There's not really a Hebrew word for mind, but my mind is the thinking and we've separated that from the heart. And the heart is just this sort of emotional place. So this place where maybe God speaks to me, but we don't attach it to the thinking. So put it like this, if our thinking is in the heart and our emotions are in the heart and our desires are in the heart and our character and our will is in the heart and our passions and our appetites are in the heart, that's complex to have everything in this one place. Using the word picture of central administration of of headquarters to have everything there. And that takes a manager management that goes beyond one person. Um, and when I say one, anyways, it's when I say one person is like in a organization, there may be one person who managed, but there's a lot of people who reinforce that. Here's, let me put it this way. Jesus has to be the CEO of our heart because he alone knows how to manage that level of complexity. He knows what he created in us, who what is in us, his heart, and he knows how to manage it and deal with it. So when scriptures say things like love the Lord with all of your heart, many of us are loving him with portions of our hearts. We may have a very deep intellectual love for God and his word, but then our emotions are not, there's not affection towards God in our heart. And so there's a miss, there's not as much devotion in one department as there is another department. Um, On and on and on. I can give many examples. This is a beginning. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm awakening something. I'm activating something. Getting us thinking about the heart as a holistic entity that everything is in the heart. Everything is in central administration in the headquarters. And so we start to see our hearts as a a holistic place instead of compartmentalized and broken apart because of our cultural Greek Greek lens of how we view life. We break everything apart in the Greek world, all these ologies we have, and culturally, we just everything is separated. But in the Hebraic mind, it's all in the heart. And so when we see God wanting us to have a whole heart, He's saying every department, every portion, every piece is yielding and submitting to what the Father would desire. And so this could be convicting for some of us to say, I love you with this, but I don't love you with that. I'll give this to you, Lord, but I won't give that to you. And then it brings complexity. It's deceitful at times. We may have a very well-defined way we view God in our intellect, but our emotions have not caught up or not even near to seeing God and trusting God, or our desires are clashing with God, though we intellectually know God's ways, but our desires say, I really want something else. It's that department is not yielded to the Lordship of Jesus. And so the Lord has wanted to align all of that and say, central administration, headquarters, I need everything under my Lordship. I am the CEO and the boss of the heart, and it's a journey to learn. So I've said a lot. I'm planting a lot of seeds. This is a long, this is a season of a lot of depth and a long season to come. And I'm going to pack some of those things maybe a little later um, as I'm still working on this book and doing some research on kind of getting this a framed. I'm using the podcast to talk this stuff out. Uh, again, I'm trying to be a man of understanding and I'm drawing out things to help us to think about our heart is complex and it's whole and it's one entity that has a lot of issues that come out of it. And Jesus wants to be CEO. For time purposes, let me pause there. I'm wetting your appetite. So hit subscribe, 
I want you to just get ready for there's more to come. And I'm hoping that you have a good day today and I'm hoping this really invokes your thinking and you'll find yourself looking through the scriptures and say, wow, Lord, you really want a whole heart and you want my heart to be whole. Blessings to you, friends. Have a good rest of the day. Peace. Wow, friend, I appreciate your support of this podcast. This season is powerful, and I hope it brings you loads of encouragement, insight, and hope. I hope you listen to these episodes repeatedly and share them with your friends. If you haven't ordered a copy of the book, you can do so at our website, wrestlingwithyourcalling.com. Also, I'd love to coach you, so reach out for a consultation through the website as well. If you have any questions or concerns, feel free to email me. All the contact information is below or on the website. And be sure to subscribe so that you're notified of the next episodes. I'll be putting out a lot of content this season. Remember, I want you to become an ace. Go be activated, cultivated, and empowered today. Until next time, friends. Shalom.